Yeah. F104, strawberry alarm clock, 30 minutes after 7 now on Wednesday. It's the 24th of June. Ladies and gentlemen, class of 2000, 2020, if I had one piece of advice, <laughs> click and collect. Oh, click and collect is good, isn't it? It really is. Another is it okay to, to click say, and collect again now, or do you need to leave it for people who are vulnerable? Or is, it, is, it, is that sort of not as, not as big an issue as it was? No, click and collect is just a way of avoiding the queues. Um, no, I don't think there are such such issues. Anytime yeah, I've done click and collect, there hasn't been a queue anyway. Because it's not delivery. No, I know. So it's it's not the same, I suppose. But even the, for the shopping delivery slots, I, I've spoken to a few people who work in that line of that line of business, and they say it's uh, it's back to normal, and there's more slots, and there's more drivers, and there's a lot more slots, yeah. So, uh, if you did online shopping in the past, it's now safe to do so again. Takeoff is the front page of the Irish Daily Mirror. Uh, this is Leo Racker wants to open the skies to holidays abroad and begin welcoming tourists back into Ireland. Uh, good shot in the arm for the old tourist industry. Uh, will this be one of his last acts as Taoiseach? Uh, yes, well, this could be one of his last weeks because he usually takes a summer break. So as early as next week they're talking about letting people fly out or let people fly in. Now it does make me, uh, it understandably makes people nervous because the quarantine thing, uh, mixing with different nations, you know, who like like literally from, from other places, I don't mean people from different places here, um, and borders and, and all that stuff. And what will happen? Well, you would, you would assume they wouldn't be suggesting it unless they were confident that... You know, I don't think they're confident. I think they want the economy to to, to bolster back up. Try and be in some state of yeah. repair. I don't think there'll be a full lockdown again. That's the the impression I'm getting is that if if there is a second wave, as a lot of people are predicting, there would be later in the year maybe. But they have you said know. they might lock down a, a, a county. Yeah, and might be certain areas, might be localized. Looking at the statistics, that would more than likely be Dublin because we have more of it. It could be parts of Dublin. I don't know. But uh, I think the, the, the main message is don't ease up on your distancing and your wearing, wearing masks in confined areas and things like that, washing your hands. That's essential if there is imagine, gonna um, any kind of bump. Imagine like Dean's Grange gets locked into itself. I mean, it was 5K at, at the most extreme. That could be even restrict tighter if that happens. Yeah. Uh, Wags at war. It's the second day of, of stories. Colleen is disappointed that Rebecca is suing her for libel as she had offered to meet her face-to-face. -face. Oh, disappointed. That's the word you don't want to hear. Yeah, she launched the lawsuit over the claim that she had leaked stories about her fellow uh, footballing friend. Uh, I'm not going to call them that word. I think we need to move away from that word. And um, they were, of course, the Insta stories that Colleen claims only Ms Vardy could see. Mrs. Verdi. Colleen's been through a lot, hasn't she? Yeah, most of it caused by Wayne, to be fair. Yeah, in fairness, though. Like, so, like, most of her newspaper appearances are because of Wayne doing something stupid. A woman called Ruth from Tamar, Tamar has been eaten, not eaten, sorry, bitten, <laughs> by a false widow. Yeah, have you seen this? So we've got loads of these uh, false widows in Ireland now, and they're at, what did I say, there's... Um, like, without being too graphic, her skin has, has left part of her foot. 
Where did these lads come from? Again, so, was this because of quarantine? We've had these for ages, so they have the big sort of back on them. And it's quite common to get them in urban areas, in, in houses and stuff, so don't scare anyone or anything. But if they bite you, uh, it can feel terrible, right? It can really hurt. And they have, I saw something like, so a black widow, say, has 16 different parts of his venom. These false oh. widows have nine of those 16. They're choking. Something like that. No, they're really, they really hurt you. Now, generally, they won't hurt you, but... Well, for I, context, careful. Yeah. in three years, more than a dozen cases of false widow bites across the country have needed medical treatment. So, it's still going to be very rare that even if you do get one, you'd, you'd need to go to hospital. But still, uh, now, I, I'm sure a lot of these people, I'm, I'm sure Ruth wasn't going to annoy the spider. Certainly, I've said it a few times, but do we need to start doing it here in places like Australia when you get into your shoes in the first thing in the morning? You tip them upside down and tap them in case there's any spiders <laughs> having a kip in there. Do we need to do the same for uh, false widows? I don't know. If anyone has any advice on how to, to look for false widows or how to recognise them or something like that, I definitely, I, I put a picture of, of a spider up a couple of years ago in the house I used to live in, and it was definitely a false widow. Well, she actually said she used an app that identifies the spider, so you take a picture of it and uh, it'll tell you. They have a big bulbous back on them, okay? So the, uh, And they have kind of a white markings on the back. I presume the big bulbous back is where they store all their gear. Yeah, so it's, it really does look like it's, you know, like a big bubbly back. As far as I know, if anyone knows any, any more how to recognise them, I didn't know there was an app. I know there's an app that can recognise f- plants and flowers now, so I presume they can do the same and wine. for insects. Wine! Very important. There isn't yeah. an app that can recognise wine. From the Vineyard label. or something it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tells you if it's any use, tells you how much the average price is. It'll usually annoy you, because you'll, you'll see how much cheaper it is in Europe. Uh, Brian Downing revealed he was told his accent was too Irish while hosting Big Brother. Too Irish? Too I'm Irish. Sure he, he won the thing, didn't he? Uh, he did. So uh, he was hard replaced to win by it if people didn't understand him. Well, this was this is when he went on to host uh, host part of it. Uh, he was replaced by Emma Willis as presenter in 2013 after two years in the role. Also admitted that he hasn't spoken to the host since she took the gig following secret talks. Well, I mean, look, there would have been somebody else making the decision. Emma was just offered a gig. I don't think it's her fault. Yeah, and Emma Willis would be a professional presenter. He was more of a celebrity presenter. You yeah. know. And uh, she's very see, good at everything she does. That one. Does everyone want to hear about festivals again? Early birds go on sale for Sea Sessions Surf and Music Festival, which will return from the 18th of June, 2021. But you can buy tickets to it from Friday. Oh. Dermot Kennedy, Khalees, Clean Bandit, and Walking on Cars. There are 99 lids. This was supposed to be the summer of Dermot Kennedy. He was supposed to play every field that oh, was available. Everywhere. He had, now, all of them sold out. None of them happening. Nothing happening. Um, we're very excited, though, that his brand new single will be on FM 104's 10 to 3 show today. First play in Ireland, around about half 12, if you're a Dermo fan. Fantastic. But yeah, see sessions on sale from Friday, which is uh, good news. And um, apparently... Lockdown will have either been good or bad for your love life. Uh, do you argue more with your other half? If yes, how seriously? Did lockdown give your love, uh, give your, uh, you know what, life a boost? If yes, is it because hitting the pause button on lives has given us more opportunity? 
has anything gone off the board or slipped off the agenda? And uh, <laughs> was it your choice to isolate separately rather than necessity? If yes, what was your major decision? So if you haven't seen a partner in months or whatever because, you know, you weren't living together, how has that worked out? There's some of the questions posed by Lockdown Love today. If you have kids, you haven't had a gap to yourself for four months. <laughs> four months. Nearly. So uh, that's how it's all looking. We, we, we might be able to fly away. God knows what will happen if that happens in terms of when everyone comes back. And uh, music festivals look like they will be back on the agenda it, it pretty does soon. Sound, it seems like it's all happening very quickly, doesn't it? It does a bit, some of the things, yeah. yeah. Like it seems like two weeks ago everything was shut down and now it's like, oh no, pubs are coming early, oh, we'll have hairdressers, oh yeah, you can fly. It's like, okay, well, what are you telling What do you a know that we two don't weeks know? ago it was, don't look yeah. at your granny sideways. Yeah. What's the story? I know. That is how it's all shaping up this morning. It's FM 104. For morning lads on the way to work in Tesco's distribution centre in Donabate from Darren. Well, distribution centres were things people hadn't heard of, really, because, you know, they just they didn't need to know uh, until all this, and then we all heard. Everyone relax. We have loads of these distribution centres. Because of Brexit, we were getting ready. You're going to have loads of food in Ireland. Don't worry about it. So well done to people like you, Darren, who've, who've kept everyone going. That's the one thing people are freaked about. Yeah, they really were. Uh, Gokwan's chicken sweet and sour is better than a restaurant or takeaway. Go for it, says somebody. Yeah, he's very uh, good. I've seen him on the telly. Who's that? That's Shauna. Thanks, Shauna. He has um, the big cleaver, you know, in... Uh, see, what? In Chinese cooking, they, they, they use the big cleaver. The big, the big. Well, you broke up there. It sounded like you said he has a big cleaver. He has a big cleaver. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's the big knife, you know, the big square knife. Yes. He's brilliant with it. But like he, and he's using it to pick everything up. Like it's just, it's fantastic. But I know I, I just really, chopped my finger off with that. I would love a, a proper chef's knife. And I've, of, I've often wanted to ask a real chef, but then it's a bit like, I don't know, asking like the guy who did the Mona Lisa. What kind I can, of brush I can fix that for you now, Nobby. Can fix that for you now. There's a, there's a movie called Chef. It's on uh, Netflix. Right, and it's about a guy, and he kind of him and his son. They go off and they start making sandwiches out of a van. He gives up in, working in a restaurant, and he goes off doing his own thing. And there's a whole section in it where he teaches his son what kind of knife he should be using and what kind of knife he should buy. Yeah, but he doesn't tell you where to go on the internet, does he? Well, I, th I think there's some kind of superstition thing with knives, knives that you should uh, give. Uh, it should be given to you as a gift rather than you buy well, it yourself. There's a family heirloom I, I used there a few weekends ago and I went through a coat de buff like it was a hot knife through butter. This thing ripped it up in seconds. I've, it's unbelievable. And it was a proper butcher's knife. You went it through a what? A coat de buff. You went through a coat de buff? Yeah. Like a steak <laughs> for like four people or whatever. Yeah, I'm just chopping up my coat de buff. What's wrong with you? And so what, whose knife was it? Uh, it was my Mrs. Granddad's knife. Oh, wow. Uh, he was a butcher, so it's a proper butcher's knife. Oh, and wow. This same knife was used one night on the road when somebody's house was being burgled and it was brought out onto the road behind somebody's back. Uh, and then the guardy arrived and said knife was taken from my father-in-law and hidden into a dressing gown because... Oh, it's not the kind of knife that the Gardaí would probably like you to have, even if it was to uh, threaten a scrot with, because I'd imagine, having seen what this did with the piece of steak, 
uh, it would it would take your head off. Now I, I don't need something like that. I wouldn't mess with Gokwan then either. That's overkill. If Gok has a big cleaver, if you, like if you but, kicked your football into Gok's garden, I wouldn't go in and get it without ringing his bell first. No. I just want something that'll chop up an onion and not make me cry. Is that too much to ask? Yeah, well, what's the problem? You can sharpen knives yourself. You're not tonight. Ah, yeah, I know, but I, I want to like your chef's knife. You want to get it? So it's about, I think it's about eighteen inches or something like that, or eighteen centimeters, eighteen centimeters. And yeah, it has to have a good weight to it and a handle and stuff. Yeah, apparently. I want something like you see Jamie Oliver using, but not one of his own range because that stuff he just pedals. I want an actual. Any chefs listening? Tell me where to There's go. There's loads of chefs listening. It's not because I'm a bit of a chef myself, but no. But okay. <laughs> There's loads of chefs listening. What is the best chef's knife to get? And is it true that somebody should buy it for him as a present rather than him go out and buying it himself? And no one's going to buy me anything. I think once you get a, one decent one, that's it. You're set for life, like, if you look after it. Morning, lads. Thanks for kickstarting with the uh, killers. I'm on my way uh, to Beaumont Hospital. It's been a hard few months finally getting back to normal, thank God. And thanks to all who stayed at home to fight this. Would love a cuddle mug for my morning coffee, says Vicky Mack. All right, Vicky Mac. Maybe we'll try and ring, ring Vicky Mac in a few minutes and give her a mug. Uh, if not, Darren, you have your phone on in Tesco Distribution Centre. We might ring you as well. If your job means you can't work from home, we want to hear from you. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. Little reminder, of course, before we get into it, it was only a kiss, it was only a kiss, was uh, what song from 2003? It is on the qualifying question today for 1,000 euro. And if you're an early riser, we already played the song. Yep. Yep. Is there a bin truck reversing inside your house there? There is. Let me just, let me just sort that out now, but you carry on. That's okay. Just uh, shout, out to the, shout, shout out to all the bin people who've had to keep on going. You know, they've got a beep to let you know they're there. Oh, that's very loud, yeah. <laughs> is it really them or is it your alarm? Or Are you burning the sausages, Jim? <laughs> it's not, don't be playing with the bin people. You burnt the sausages. <laughs> I don't even know if everyone can hear Jim. I can hear him, but I don't know if everyone else can. Oh, that's funny. He's burning the sausages. Right. Um, we'll move on. Britney Spears uh, <laughs> has become famous in her own right for her videos and pictures on social media during lockdown. It's well for some. That's all I'd say. Whether it's her little fashion shows, gym workouts, or messages and chats with fans. And last night, she wished everyone a happy Pride Month, which, of course, uh, for Dublin is happening uh, this weekend. So here is old Britney. Uh, morning, Brittany. How are you? You oh, burning really? slushes as well. To all my friends oh. in the LGBTQ community, happy Pride Month. You guys bring so much heart, passion, and articulate everything you do. Because of you, <laughs> I've had the best nights of my life. I love you so much, it hurts. Oh, happy Pride Month. Baby, be quiet! Uh -huh. I love you so much, it hurts. Yeah. It sounds like a nice marbled uh, mezzanine. That's yeah, a bit marble. It'd be too dangerous if you fall in it. That's right. That's right, Jim. Yeah. Anyway, I got um, the, I got rid of that truck. That truck. I, I shooed them out. They were tr they were reversing right up into my door there. You grilled yeah. what? Uh, I, was, I shooed them away. Oh, sorry. I, I just heard grilled. Uh, James Corden says, "Sorry, what? No, carry on. No, after you." <laughs> James Corden says fans shouldn't hold their breath for a lockdown version of Carpool Karaoke. I'm not. 
carrying on with his chat show but wasn't able to drive with celebrities during the quarantine. You couldn't. Not even a very fancy Range Rover is big enough for that much uh, space. Uh, he's been on with Stephen Colbert. I didn't know they did uh, cross-promoting. They're the same network. Oh, okay. James says there's not much chance of, a, of the popular segment returning uh, for the moment anyway, but hopefully that will, of course, change. During this sort of moment of quarantine and shelter in place and lockdown, we haven't really explored the notion of trying to do carpool karaoke because, yes, I don't see how we would do it. He's getting posher by the day. Uh, over to you, everybody. What uh, level of cooking have you completed uh, during work Zoom calls. This, this, I mean, this is the closest thing we have, is, is actually doing the show. It was a truck, do... Nobby. It was reversing inside it the house. Like, no, beep, I know beep, what beep. a bin truck would be moving forward, not reversing up your road, Jim. <laughs> do we have time for one more, no? Uh, one more sausage? No, no, we'll have to take a break. But sure, look, it gives you an opportunity to put on the red sauce or butter or, or whatever you do. Um yeah. What else? What else? Juggle cooking. Have you done on Zoom? Let us know. We might get a cutter mug. It's F104. So little Tony is uh, getting a bit, a little bit lonely, and he's he'd like to meet a, a lady friend. So he's put an ad in a uh, personal ads in the paper, and he's described himself so well. <laughs> Where is the stuff that I need? Debbie speaking. How can I help? Hello, Debbie. It's Tony here. Can I put an ad in for my friend? You can. What sort of advert do you want to place? Just a personal ad. Sort of friendship ad? Yeah. Yeah. Now, can I ask you, do you want to do it with a box number, or will you want to do it just with a phone number? Just a phone number. Oh, that's fine, then I'll be able to do it, you see. And can I take your first name? Tony. Right, so, what do you want to say at the top? Hello, ladies. <laughs> right. Just bear with me. Yeah. I am a lovely fella. Yeah. I am a very nice guy, and I let you use the clicker and the gaff. <laughs> what did you say? I am a what? Very nice fella. Yeah. I let you use the clicker in my house. That's the remote control, but we say it like that in Dublin. All right. Bear with me. Right. I will definitely have a shower at least once a week. Shower at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite food is toffee apples. Bear with me. My fav. Did you say my favourite treat? Favourite food is. Favourite food. Toffee apples. God, I'm running them for years. I have one every night. I don't know where you get them from. I make me own. We used to get them at the fair, but we, we don't see that. All you need to do is melt down a load of toffee and chocolate, and then stick an apple in it with a stick. And just make your own. Yeah. I must be a bit lazy. I've never even thought of doing it. To be honest, how lazy am I? Very no, lazy. Very lazy. My favourite food is toffee apples. And then what did we say after that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Enjoy frisbee, cartoons, cartoons. Um, doing knickknacks on me neighbours. I'm doing what? Sorry. Knickknacks. It's like ringing the bell and running away. Knickknacks. Yeah, it's not that. What am I putting here? I enjoy frisbee cartoons and then knickknacks. Yeah. Right. Oh, you got new runners and duns. Did you say something else before that, though? No, I got new runners and duns. What's that? It's a shop, very expensive shop in Ireland. Right. Just kind of showing off a bit. 
I got new... What does that mean? You got new uh, runners' uh, sh- f- shoes. Right. Yeah. That's all. And and that's, that's everything. Can you so read it back to me and see if I forgot anything? Now then, I've got at the top. Okay. Hello, ladies. Yeah. I am a lovely fella. Yeah. Sorry, you're making me chuckle here. You've got... I am a lovely fella. I am a very nice fella and let... And will hang on. What's this clicker? That's a remote control in my house. Oh, oh you mean the remote control for the um, yeah, yeah. for the telly? Yeah. So all oh, right, it's because it's all different jargon over yeah, there no, to yeah. what it is it's over just, here. It just shows my softer side. Go ahead. So y- right. Okay. So it says, and we'll let you use the clicker in my house. I will definitely have a shower at least once a week. My favourite food is toffee apples. I enjoy frisbee, cartoons and knickknacks on my neighbours. And then it says, I've got new runners in Duns. (laughs) Are you there? Yeah, that's right. Am I making you laugh? No, I'm very upset. I'm very emotional. (laughs) You're making me. No, then, um, no. (laughs) What else did you want to write in? That's pretty much, that that sums me up there. That's like, yeah, I think that that should work. Right, okay, just bear with me. Now, what's your contact details? Hang on. We have to go because somebody's at me dark now. (laughs) Can I... (laughs) Okay, well, you can always give us a ring back if you need to. Okay, what's your name? (laughs) My name's Debbie. Thanks, Debbie. (laughs) That's all right. I love you. (laughs) Thank you. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. FM 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. So, Lauren, not only do you work in a veterinary clinic, not only did you have a baby boy four days ago what <laughs> but now you're putting yourself against the clock for a grant do you just enjoy pressure I think so I think I do <laughs> I see life is just moving too slow after having a baby it's like come on so totally well we've got so many questions first of all what's it like having a baby in a pandemic I'd imagine it's different, but I don't know. I've never had one before. <laughs> I was going to say, if you anything to compare it to, yeah. No, no. And, and visits and all are different, aren't they? It's just, it's you and baby on your own for a few days. Is that how it works now? Me and baby and your midwife is your new partner and they're absolutely amazing. They look after everyone so well. Wow. Dads have missed out on an awful lot uh, when it comes to new babies during this whole thing. I know, um, and I was kept in for a few days, so Dad only seen him for an hour and then did see him for four days, so... Well, let's, like let's, what's, what's the baby's name first, and what's Dad's Alfie. name? Oh, uh, it's Alfie, yes. Alfie's the baby, and what's the Dad's name? Shane. Shane, OK. So you couldn't have done it without Shane, what? Not at all. He probably tells you that anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so have you got six months off work, or how long do you have off work? Um, yeah, we're off, off for six months, but I had to finish up early, so he was he's premature, so he's tiny. 
but uh, yeah. yeah. He's doing okay. Yeah, I was working up now, quite busy up until the whole lockdown thing a week ago or two weeks ago actually. I was still working. So yeah, it's been and busy. And was it Coombe, Rotunda or Hollis? Hollis Street. Okay. Yeah. Well, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks so much. And uh, on the Elvet Clinic then, what was that like during... So you've been, you haven't been able to stop working? No, not Open until recently. <laughs> more, more busy than ever. Everyone at home with their dogs wow. or getting new puppies and stuff. And yeah, been very interesting. It certainly has, right. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope these questions do you well today and you get the grant. So you know how this works, Lauren, don't you? You know, you know how this works? Yes, yes. Ten questions. I think they're easy enough today, but... Oh, hopefully. Ask me my ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> no asking Alfie for help. <laughs> oh, he's asleep now. He's awake all night. He's asleep ah. now. Okay, well, if you win, don't scream. Okay. Don't wake him up. <laughs> One. Penfold is the sidekick of what cartoon character? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, no. I think it was was a new version on Netflix. Tony the Tiger is the face of what cereal? Uh, Frosties. What song are these lyrics from? I got the horses in the back, horse tack is attached, hat is matte black, got the boots uh, that's black to match. Um, Naz, um, a horse outside. What actor played Harry Potter in the movies? True or false, Harry Kane almost played football for the Republic of Ireland. False. The Lee flows through what county? Cork. Who is older, Bear Grylls or Gok Wan? Bear Grylls. What's the capital of Hawaii? Uh, Honolulu. In Star Wars, what's the name of the weapon used by Jedi Knights? Oh my god. Uh, it's... Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. oh my god, I can't take. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't no, take. No help. Oh no. And Matt Damon co wrote the film Goodwill Hunting with who? Hunting. Robin Williams. Robin Williams on the bench with him a lot. He was his therapist. They actually won an Oscar, the two of them, for the best screenplay. Is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I have to say, that's an Instagram school day for me today. No, I did not know that. That's very interesting. No. There you go. It was their first film and they won an Oscar for it. They were front row and everyone was going, these guys are the future of Hollywood. Another example of how Ben Affleck's better behind the camera than in front of it. Well, he was in front of it as well in that one. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, so Lauren, you had a baby four days ago and you yeah, scored five in oh Instagram. God, like, that, there's nothing to be ashamed of, like, you know. Oh, oh my God. Now, we were all rooting for you because that would have been... A... Lightsaber! Oh, yeah, that, it's a lightsaber, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> lightsaber! Yeah. And Danger Mouse. Penfold! Danger Mouse, yeah. yeah, there is. So there was a... a Danger Mouse was a big hit back in the day, but there's a brand new series of it, voiced by your man who does Pointless. Yeah, yeah. Alexander, what's his face? 
Uh, Harry Kane almost played football for Ireland. It's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Granny must be Irish. Is, is she? His dad is from Galway. He's, his dad lives in Gael and he's a fluent Irish speaker. His dad, like he really had all the qualifications to play for Ireland, yeah. and he was going to declare for Ireland, and then changed his mind at the last minute. Martin O'Neill nearly had him. He said, "I nearly understand Gael talk dialects clearer than I can understand what Harry Kane's trying to say." <laughs> Imagine Harry Kane in the Gael <laughs> <talk. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> He spends a lot of summers in the Gale Tucks, Harry Kane. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. He's got a hybrid accent going on. Yeah. Oh, I never got a chance. Uh, Honolulu was right. Yes. Bear Grylls is 46. He is older by a year than Guck. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, Ben, F- ben Affleck. So, you get a strawberry down clock, Huddle Mug. Um, Brilliant. We're still waiting on the old Perspex screens for people to be able to drop in and collect. <laughs> but we'll let you know. Great, thank you so much. Your name's on the list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And best of luck with everything, okay? Thank you. Thank don't you stress. Time. It'll all be grand. And you don't buy it. don't buy half the things. You don't need them. <laughs> now, some news to tell you about um McDonald's if you are a fan. First of all, I didn't even really think of this, but the McMuffin has been on hold. You haven't been able to get one. And from today, you will be able to walk in and take away and leave again. They've got one-way systems. In all the restaurants? Uh, across town. Okay. Um, a limited number of people will be allowed inside restaurants to help customers and employees adhere to social distancing. This will vary depending upon the restaurant size and layout. Perspex screens have been installed in the kitchens, the service areas, the drive through windows. I was uh, through a drive through a couple of weeks ago. There was two cars in front of me. It was brilliant, in and out. Um, they're still doing the 30 uh, limit wherever possible. So if you're a load of builders and it's your round, you might have to go in separately. Yeah. Uh, but queue. And uh, do not visit the stores if you feel unwell. What did you have, Nobby, when you went in? I had a... Large chips. They weren't doing milkshakes at the time. I have very bad luck at milkshakes. The amount of times I... Oh, we're not doing them at the moment. All right. Uh, Big Mac. Left the gherkins in. Or the pickles, whatever you like to call them. And uh, a sweet and sour sauce. And I even had a leftover chicken nugget. Because oh. it wasn't used. The lunch of a um, king, Nobby. The what? Yeah. The lunch of a king. So, uh, it's restaurants and towns and city centres across Ireland will open the doors for the walk-in takeaway service. There will be five pilot restaurants in Dublin which will test the return of the McMuffin. Uh, at the moment, I don't know what restaurants they are. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, hang on, hang on. Well, Second. Here we, here we go. Hang on, you ready? Breaking news. Have you missed the McMuffin? You don't even need to go to Lincoln Bio. I can tell you right here, right now. Nookgrove. Kylemore Road. Artane Castle, Coolock Retail Park, Malhide Road. Again, Artane Castle and Coolock. They're so close together. I just have a funny feeling everyone's just stopped what they're doing to hear this. Shh, and shh. there's one more. Where are the McMuffins? Shush. Right, it's Nookrove. I love this. Nookrove, Calmo Road, Artane Castle, Coolock Retail Park. Sorry, Blanche. Not you yet. Oh. Belgard Road, Tala. Well done. They are Lads, could you say any chance you can say hello to my little girls, Daisy and Penny? They listen every day, and when they're in the cinema and they act like they know you personally when their ad comes on, uh, yeah, our ad comes on and movies at. Yes, uh, hopefully that's from Selena, that. lockdown mum of three, lockdown mum of three with a wine glass. Does she mean lockdown or something else that begins with lock? 
Um, I think that the wine glass emoji has been used a lot lately. We look forward, as I'm sure everyone else does, I'm sure movies at Soares and Dundrum look forward to reopening soon and hopefully people will see more of our ad. Yeah. Um, I once got seven nuggets in a box of six. <gasps> yeah. Good honest mistake there. It's, kind of, it's like getting a club milk that's all chocolate. It's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai. epmooney.ie so, so things got a bit awkward between Dizzy Rascal and Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain. Dizzy was on hand to chat about the upcoming Live from the Drive-In performance this summer. There's a new thing. that's uh, happening here as well, I think. It is. But after, after being quizzed about the Black Lives Matter movement by Piers, Dizzy had this to say. Today we're talking about the drive-in, and I hope this ain't a missed opportunity to speak up on a lot of the badness that's been happening, but I can't really be bothered to be on to all of this this morning. I need to hear Pierce's reply to that. Wow, I would have thought he would have taken the opportunity to say a few words. Well, that was only 10 seconds. We're sure there's more, but... Um, what did he say back? What did he say back? Um, so Katy so, Perry's pregnant, do you know that? Yes. Her and, or, her and Orlando are expecting, and they're going to let the, the kid pick their own name. So how... Like... How long is that going to take? It's going to take like three years. I don't know. They want the, their unknown, unborn baby to choose her own name. Also, um, if you ask a three-year-old what they want to be called, they'd probably say fart or something. Yeah, or, yeah, zap or something like that. Strange um, one. Anyway, she said she won't know what her baby's called until she arrives in the world. So I can understand that bit. Sometimes you have to look at a baby and go, ah, yeah. Ah, definitely, yeah. That's an Emma or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Um, so RTE's Comic Relief is on this Friday. Now, I don't remember them ever doing anything like this. Um, no, it was the first time, I think. So it's going to be a mixture of nostalgia. You'll have Ray Darcy back with Dustin for one night only. I think Zig and Zag are involved. And then the more contem- uh, contemporary stuff will be um, Hosier and Al Hor and Daryl Breen will be there and Ashling B and Paul Meskel will also I, have roles. I, I think... Daryl Breen and all the guys from the panel have done a little sort of documentary about the heydays of the panel. Okay. So they're doing a little promo for it yesterday. It looks pretty funny. Well, here's what the ad for Friday sounds like. I mean, he's no Bono, put it that way. Yeah. Who's next? Oh, Enya. The female Enya. Yeah, put her on. She coming out of her house or what's going on? <laughs> Hi, my name is Paul Meskel and I'm going to be taking part in Horty Does Comic Relief. Um, it's going to be on Horty One at 8pm on Friday. It's going to be raising some money for charity, so please donate if you can. So there you go. It sounds really good. Well, they've put a, a serious lineup together anyway. Yeah. Um, Friday, if you're a Eurovision fan, Netflix is releasing their new movie on Eurovision starring your friend Will Ferrell he was in Sweden in 1999 with his wife and her family and her cousin had a night of watching the Eurovision planned he hadn't a clue what she was talking about because Americans generally haven't heard about Europe I don't even know where it is and when he saw the show that he knew there was a movie in it well, it definitely is so that's arrived, that's arrived on Netflix is that this weekend or it's already there uh, it's coming this Friday yeah. And here is a little bit of a taser. Sat down, as I said before, for three hours and watched this crazy show, which it's now up to 47 countries, I think, including Australia and Israel, which make no sense. Uh, but 
and I watched this spectacle, and it's unlike anything we have here in the U.S. You know, the, the year I saw it, it was everything from, I think, I believe it was Russia or Poland had these singing babushkas, and it was just uh, little old ladies singing dressed in, like, their, their traditional folk garb, and, uh, you know, there's always some country that does a lot of pyrotechnics or there's costumes there's makeup there's there's just a level of of camp to it so i sat through this and was just and just you know thought oh some this would make a great movie so that is uh this friday uh i don't know if it's if it's just called eurovision i don't know what's called it's called eurovision yeah and maura higgins has launched her fanny flutters makeup collection it's out now so can it's you tell Nobby from somebody's name if they're a little bit kinky? Um Well I mean <laughs> I've never met a Tanya who seems boring, have you? No. <laughs> well, look, a what? company a company has worked this out from they've worked out the buying habits of various people and from what they've been buying sort of adult entertainment and you know, things from the uh from the shops that, you know, that might be a bit rude, right? Okay. So from, from working out their shopping habits, they've worked out who, there is, there is a correlation between their name and how kinky they are. Now, who's determining whether they're kinky or not? This this shop. If they're buying certain items online. So they've released what they're, right, okay. So the kinkiest man's name, any guesses? Um, I've got the top ten here. Kinky's man's name, okay. Uh, no, no, no. Well, We're not in it. James okay. and Mark aren't in it. Right, Grant. No surprise there. Um, but I suppose it has to be popular names then over the last couple of decades. So is there a, oh, yeah. has, is there a Jack in there? Uh, Jack's not there, no. Okay. Um, is there a Zach? A Max? No. Okay. Um, Charlie's number one. Charlie? You dirty devils, Charlie's. Charlie? Then Mike's... Mike's okay. They don't. They Mike. don't say Michael. If you're, well, they not be sure. put in as Michael when they're putting in their Visa card number. No, no, it must be Mike. Right, Ryan. Oh, Mike's Ryan. Yeah, pop, 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 pop. That he is off for six months now on a summer holiday. He's got to do something to keep busy. Yeah, what's waiting for the postman, Jim? Jim, pop, 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 pop. Um, Scott, Ryan's Mike's Scott's really okay. Scott. That's interesting. Yeah, Joe, good afternoon. <laughs> David. Brandon, Sam, Fred and Jordan. They're the kinkiest boys. But what are they buying? Like, you know, They're they buying the online entertainment that's adult related and, uh, you, know, you know... I know, but... Adult like, related it's, it's It's such a broad mix, you know. <laughs> Is it wigs? Is it, um, you know, other... Toys. Yeah, I know, I know, but I need... To... Anyway, what about the ladies? Well, this is where you, uh, I would have thought, would be an expert now, Nobby. Uh, can you guess any of the girls' names that are, according well, uh, to this website, a little well, bit kinkier when it comes to their shopping? I'll try with the Tanyas, then. There's no Tanyas, no. There's no Tanyas, okay. Um, Although I think this is a UK list. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought Tanya's quite a, a popular British name. Um, Dolores? Dolores, no. Seems we're going with Charlie's. Um, well, they're all kind of younger names. Any Karens, just to get that out of the way? Karen is there. She's f- number five in the list. Oh. Okay. Um, Katrina. Is this no. more of an, uh, Catherine. 
No. It's more of a... Is it Karen? Karen. Okay. Um, no, I'll tell you number one. Betty? No. <laughs> Who? Bamba Lamb. Uh, somebody says Pamela. it's definitely a saucy, saucy Susie. There isn't a Susie there. Is there not a Susie? Is there no. a Pamela? No. So, number one. Ka- oh, Kate. Kate. It's like Catherine, Katrina. Kate? There's no Kates, no. Oh. Kates don't buy all that stuff, Nobby. Right. According to this. Liz. Oh, Liz. Liz is number two, Nobby. You're dead oh. right. Liz is number two. Crossy be delighted. Liz, Liz MacDonald. How you doing? Yeah. Elizabeth. Go and put your gear on. If you just joined us, we're talking about uh, the kinkiest <laughs> names in the world. According, according to, to a, according a toy to website. A, an online toy website. We're not making yeah. it up. Uh, Jessica is number one. Jessica. Yeah. Hannah right. is number three. In the UK. In the UK. Sarah, <laughs> Karen, Alicia, Lily, Lisa, Louise and Sophia. Sophia. Wow. Vergara. Uh, as of May, the sales of those kind of things have doubled more than 115% compared to uh, statistics from the previous year. So a lot of people on lockdown have uh, been online shopping a bit more, like we were talking about yesterday. Well, I was talking to a girl who works in the parcel hub and on post last week is one of our frontline hero workers. And yeah. uh, I said, yeah, has anything, she works in the overnight shifts. And I said, has anything fallen out of a box that, you know, the person will be scarred if they knew it had fallen out of the box? And she said, oh, yeah. And I said, what do you do if that happens? She said, oh, we just repackage it up and say nothing. Wow. So once they're, uh, once they're delivered in a plain white or brown box, or whatever, that it doesn't stand out, it could be anything. could be, um, you know, just makeup brushes or something else. More unusual. Your secret's safe when I'm pussed. And, and finally, uh, there's a woman in the UK and she, uh, she got very upset. She, this was the last draw for her. So she's living through the lockdown um, she had her food delivered for herself. She's a mum. She's trying to do the homeschooling thing. She's got a very uh, sort of broody teenage daughter as well. Her husband's working from home as well. They're all getting under each other's feet. They're all driving each other insane. She likes to have a couple of glasses of vino in the evenings. Her online shopping arrived. She reaches for the vino and it's been changed. The one that she ordered wasn't available so they they, sw- they switched it it was a different you know Cabernet Sauvignon or whatever it was right mm-hmm. and she thought that's grand but as she was having a sip she went oh this is different it was much lower uh, percentage what was it white wine vinegar or something no it was just a, a, another brand of wine but it was a much lower percentage and she, she was looking forward to it all day she went mad uh, people 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 were agreeing with her so a person said uh, I'm trying to think of something I could say in order to comfort you, but there are no words. You have my deepest sympathies. But she just bought the wrong wine. Was it not her fault? She bought the right wine on on the online shop, but they switched oh, it because they didn't have it. Oh. But they gave her one that was half as strong, I think. Here's an idea: tick, do not substitute. Yeah. Although then you get no wine, so I don't know if it's less wine is better than no wine. Oh, she was grand with it being switched. She just didn't want it to be. She was looking forward to her a couple of glasses of vino. Because yeah, yeah. she was melted, but she said that was the thing that tipped her over the edge. When did you notice you first had the problem with the percentages of your alcohol? <laughs> yes, like, she went mad online and everyone's agreeing with her. First world problems. So uh, announcing that this Friday we'll get C-Session tickets on sale for 2021. That's going to be the new norm. But this weekend, BBC have got a serious uh, little get-together of all of Glastonbury. 
So it's the full schedule for the virtual festival. And they've got some incredible people from Coldplay, Jay-Z, Adele, Chemical Brothers, all broadcast over the weekend. It is, oh, of course, great. a music casualty of COVID-19. And uh, BBC have decided to go ahead with their coverage and broadcast a selection of the best performances since the event was televised in 1997. Oh, wow. That's some serious stuff. You will still have uh, Lauren Laverne and Mark Radcliffe and Joe Wiley all kind of hosting it all together. Uh, there'll be daily live shows reminiscing over their favourite moments. There'll be full sets from Beyonce, Amy Winehouse. And uh, it kicks off from this Thursday. Uh, a lot of it is on BBC Four and a good bit of, of it is on BBC Two. Okay. That sounds, that's a good tip. That's this so, weekend. That is this weekend. You've got... Oh, yeah. uh, like you'll have your sets from Oasis, Florence the Machine, Lizzo, PJ Harvey, Rolling Stones. You'll have Elbow and you will have Jay-Z and Noel Gallagher Jeez. and Stormzy and The Killers. That's the best of the and, best. It's, uh, it's great. <laughs> Arctic Monkeys, Dizzy Rascal, Bruce Springsteen, Janelle Monet. Uh, keep going. Lady I'm Gaga. In, I'm in. Mary J. Blige, Blur, uh, Noel Rogers and Chic. <laughs> Wow. Glass. Just search the word Glastonbury in your uh, TV provider and just mm. series link the hoop Everything. of it. Yeah, big time. I'll do that today. And Good tip Amy's, there, Amy's performance, of course, will be... Uh, she performed twice in one day in 2007. No, no wonder she was so burnt out and uh, she was wrecked great. from it all. And, uh, yeah, they're all there. So that kicks off from right. this Thursday and it runs until Sunday. F104, it's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Sorry, do a leap, uh, a bigger name on line two this morning because uh, we can go live. Uh, we've we've had, uh, well, we're all relying on the Wi-Fi, Brezzy, aren't we? We are, we are, <laughs> and I apologise. Uh, my Wi-Fi let me down. That's okay. That's okay. It's all right. Um, I had a good laugh. I had a good laugh at the sketch. I was actually pissing myself here listening to it. That's little Tony. He's a nice little fella. Oh, Tony's a um, So... <laughs> we'll chat as much as we can here. Uh, we don't we don't want to rush. These things can't be rushed, but you're here to talk about Where Is My Mind, which, congratulations, is your second series of this podcast. And you've got some nice players on board now as well in Spotify. Yeah, they, they, it was good to get them on board. I suppose having that platform to kind of... Sometimes a podcasting, you, you just don't know where it's going. You know, you have that platform of that size, that reach. Um, but I've been kind of doing the daily stuff with them on the wake-up wind-downs, so that was working really well, so kind of made sense then to, to kind of bring it to that level. And that, that, that bit is twice a day you're doing that, isn't it? That's a fairly big yeah, commitment. Yeah, it is. And the thing is, like, I... Did I you think about that beforehand? I'm in my parents... I didn't think about it. I'm in my parents... I've been cocooning here for about 14 weeks, cocooning them for 14 weeks, so I kind of set up shop in, in my spare... my old childhood bedroom and kind of threw acoustic treatment up and said, right, I'll do two pieces of content a day, which I thought was going to be fun, but it's it's tough. It, it's a lot of work. And ironically, work. Like, when you're doing a kind of a mindfulness uh, podcast and you're completely stressed, the eyeballs, it's, it's, uh, I see the irony in that. And this is getting international attention as well, isn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's done really, really well in America, which is hilarious, because like I, I did American Press last week and they were going on about <laughs> my accent they were like oh it's really good for meditation I said do you know where I'm from it's kind of the low lower end of the spectrum the <laughs> midland accent is always been the, the kind of yeah it's okay I don't mind it but it's certainly not the, like the lilt of a Cork accent or a Kerry or Dublin accent our accent is kind of you know the Nile Horn Michael O'Leary kind of area it's not high in the list of loved accents but in America they love it 
So in this new series, you'll have uh, people like Roisin Connolly on as guests. Oh, she's great. Will they? Yes. Will you be looking for them to open up to you about their experiences, or how how will that work? No, not at all. I think the thing about it is, it's funny with, with podcasting as well. Is like what I started to know. No, it's like that. Each episode of this podcast has a specific topic, and the third episode with Roisin is what comedy and humor and laughter does to our brain and how it, how it affects us, how it lifts us, and how important it is in our life. So we kind of really just kind of go in on that. But I think it's funny with kind of podcasting, people always get caught up with getting, oh, let's get a celebrity on the podcast. I guess I'm going to be a big name because that'll push my podcast. But no one cares. Mm. They want stories. They want good stories. And what's happening now for a lot of sometimes with people, we can be very kind of, we don't want to tell those stories. And that's absolutely understandable. But like, that's kind of what I wanted to push with the podcast is, don't just have somebody on because they're somebody. Have somebody on because they have something to say and it's a story that relates to the actual content that you're putting out. So that's with Roisin. She was amazing and she's as Irish as they, she come, as they come as well. Like She has all the Irish mammy sayings. So she was amazing and she's out in this third episode, which is Monday week. I read that after watching Afterlife 2, I was finding out more about her and uh, her dad used to work in Aer Lingus. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, perhaps still does. Home. Yeah, if you listen to the... Um, the, it's called Comic Relief, the third episode, and like she's just like she's she's just naturally funny. She walked into the interview and she had only one earring on, and she dropped the other earring down the jacks, and she was she was <laughs> she great in the interview. She spent ten minutes trying to get her earring, and she went to shake my hand and oh you're okay, Roisin. And um, but yeah, she's she doesn't hold back. She's very very funny. Class. Well, it's out since Monday. The first episode is there. It, it You will touch on the uh, lockdown, ukulele rockdown band, which you did, which is a very clever way of trying to get people being a bit creative. Yeah, some um, people, I, you know, I, I sent them out to help people's mental health, but some of the families are getting back saying, you know, people learning the ukulele isn't doing much for their heads. But anyway, <laughs> people learning it are learning it, so that's all I'm about. The violin will be worse, in fairness, for, for people in oh, the house. My mum's a violin teacher, so I, I, I'm well aware. I've heard everybody okay. get lessons in my house, so it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't mine. Class, class. Well, look, um, like I said, just be, we were meant to chat to you a bit earlier on, and the internet is a is a pain of the you-know-what, so we're going to have yeah, to um, wrap wrap things up here, but we will um, try and get more of you on the next couple of days. We'll get our people to talk to your people, if that's okay. You, you, you do that, guys. You do that, and I'll, I'll get my internet fixed. <laughs> No bother. Good man, um, Brizzy.